Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. How was your week? It was great. It was um, busy because I work at a call center, but it was fun. It was fine. And I am so ready for the weekend because I'm going to sleep and eat candy corn until I die. Well, uh, um, I'm going to object to that last part. But okay. I hope that you have a good weekend sleeping and eating candy corn. Thank you. Um, how was your week? It was good. I read so many scary stories this week. That's basically all I did. <laughs> so fun. I have all these books checked out from the library. I have to... It's really hard to get digital copies of all the books I want at the library, so I have to strategically plan when... I can place holds on different books so that I can get them staggered. And they all came to me all at once. So I had like five new books from the library and I just returned most of them because I've just been reading scary stories. I've read like multiple books worth of scary stories, but I've just been reading online. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I need to do that. I just don't have time to even like think, let alone do that right now for whatever reason. But this weekend, I plan on reading a bunch. I'm going to finish Dracula. I'm going to finish. Oh, yeah. Did all you the start it? Stuff. No. Okay, well, but I'm going to finish it. You're going to read it. <laughs> I'm going to read it and finish it. And then it. finish it. Yeah. And then finish it. But I'm thinking about looking up a list of the scariest, like, YA novels because I really want to read. I don't know. I just want to read something that's like for kids or not kids, but teenagers again. Okay. Um, but like I said, I get paid tomorrow. So I'm going to order you a copy of one of the, the Nightmare Hall books okay. because I think you'll really like it. I can't so, wait. Yeah. I'm really excited. I do have some uh, creepypasta recommendations for you. Oh, I'm ready. I told you about some of these. Um, actually, these are all on No Sleep. They're not on Creepypasta. Um, but these are some really good ones that I read this week. The first one is called Uncle Jerry's Family Fun Zone. And it's about this guy who is holding a podcast and he is interviewing a husband and wife on, sec on separate days. And the wife comes in and tells her story. Oh, yeah, there's this rumored place called Uncle Jerry's Family Fun Zone. And we all know that one child died in the ball pit in the past. And when I was in high school, I was do I was on the school newspaper looking into it. And I met my husband during that and we went and checked it out. And so she tells her side of the story. And then the husband tells his side of the story. And it was really good. Ooh. Uh, I wanna, I'll have to read that. You know, well, I'm recommending it to you right now. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. The next one is called My Dead Girlfriend Keeps Messaging Me on Facebook. I've got the screenshots. I don't know what to do. So that, I think I've heard of it. It was a good one. It was kind of short, but it was it took advantage of Reddit and that you could click on the pictures all through the whole thing to see cool. what was going. It was fun. And that one was creepy because it was less supernatural than you might expect. Interesting. So it was good. Uh, here's another one that I did send to you and you said you read it, but I'll mention it anyway. My friend is camping alone. His texts uh -uh. are starting to scare me. Did you like that? I love that one with the scarecrows. Like, I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you ever watched The Blair Witch. Did you ever watch that? You know, I've never seen it. Okay. I mean, you're not missing much, but I always think the, I think the thing that's really creepy about that movie is it made me think about this when I watch or when I read that about the scarecrows mm -hmm. is because there's, there's a part 
in that movie where they're all basically the whole cast bickers throughout the whole movie. Okay. And then it, and then things get real serious real fast, but they wake up the next morning and there are these like little stick figures that are made. And one of them has like the guy, like one of the guy's hair and teeth in it. Ooh. And I always, and like when, so when you, when I watched that, I was like, Ooh, cause when it said there was meat in the scarecrow, yeah. I was like, yeah, so this, this guy is getting texts from his friends who's out camping alone, and he sees that these unmoving scarecrows keep moving closer to him when he's not looking, and they seem to be wearing the clothes of dead campers. Mm-mm. So that one was fun. The ending disappointed me a little bit, but it was a fun ride yeah. along the way. Um, yes. And the final one that I have to recommend to you is called The M Show Fan Club. And I think you're supposed M-show to think that it's the Mickey Mouse Club is what you're supposed to think that the show is. <laughs> the M Show Fan Club. It's about these little girls who sign up for a fan club to their favorite television show and then things go awry. Ew. I think I you would like that like one. That. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Well, this week I watched um I feel like this is this is not sponsored, but I downloaded <laughs> Quibi um because okay. I don't don't ask. I know I the really, ads, really, yeah. Yeah, I really love Anna Sophia Robb and she um I loved her since she played Samantha the American girl. It's a long story, but she's in this like thriller show, um, sci-fi show on Quibi called The Expecting. And it is so scary. And I'm just like dying for somebody to talk about it with me. But the ending was such a letdown. And each episode's eight minutes long, which what, is kind of cool. What is it about? It's about a girl who wakes up, wakes up in the woods and she finds out she's pregnant. But it's like, like her hair starts to fall out and like she starts to have all these like weird stuff happen to her. Her, like the guy that is the father is like kind of sketchy and like everything just seems really, really sketchy. And her mom ended up dying from a mental illness. Mm. So you don't know if she's mentally ill or not. Mm -hmm. And I like still don't know. (laughs) But but it's, I mean, it's definitely worth a watch and it definitely like puts you at the edge of your seat. So I was really, I would recommend it. The ending's a little bit of a letdown, but it's very, it just keeps you, it keeps you uh, kind of stressed out, but it's great. <laughs> you know what movie I watched that I do not recommend? What? Pet Cemetery Sky. I, I watched know, the 2019 one. It. it was terrible. They, they changed the main death in the book. Like the, I know. the main person that's supposed to die, they just completely changed it. And then the ending was, who knows what that ending was. That was not the way the book ended at all. It was not as bad as I'm thinking of ending things, though. <laughs> at least it felt like a movie they didn't turn into a interpretive dance but yeah i heard it was not very good and like didn't you did i make this up or didn't you tell me that the lead that the main character in pet cemetery the dad is to be like 27 yeah and the book it says he's 27 that's crazy well it's like the same thing about jack in the shining is like in his early 30s and jack nicholson was like well into his 50s or whatever Mm. um we don't even talk about that because i get so (laughs) heated when i talk about that and i just i can't I can't. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that book from the library. Uh, hopefully I'll read it uh, before Halloween. It's so good. I mean, it's really good. I really want to go to, I can't think of what it's called. But is it? Well, the lookout is in, what is it called? The Stanley Hotel. And, um, and that's like my dream to go there because that's where they filmed The Shining. But also it's like Stephen King based The Shining like off of that hotel. Where is it really located? Cool is it? Um, is it in Maine? It might be in Maine. Okay. Where is it? But anyway, apparently it has like a lot of history and it's really, really cool. Um, it's in Colorado. Do you 
Do you like other books about haunted hotels? I haven't read anything about a haunted <laughs> hotel, but I loved season six of American Horror Story, which is about Ooh, a hotel. No thanks. No thanks. I'll pass oh on gosh. that. Um, but I know that there's like this really creepy, like there was a hotel in LA that had like a lot of weird haunting things happen there. And there was a girl who was found in like the water tower in the hotel, like dead. Weird. And no one can really figure out why. It's so creepy. Like sometimes like unsolved mysteries, like really like give me, um, I don't know. They just freak me out because <laughs> it's like, yeah. I just want to know. Because they're unsolved. I mean, you just want to know. I mean, exactly. And I um, love, I mean, I read them, of course, but it's like, I just want to know. Like, and the thing is, somebody knows out there, right? So it's just, I don't know. It's just an interesting concept to me. I'm scared. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm terrified. No. I used to live um, in this place um, that was near like a space center. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say we- where, we're, I'm not going to say where, um, but I remember at night um, you would hear stuff like at night and you would see like flying objects, like not necessarily like flying objects, but like you would see things at night. And I used to be so afraid. This is so ridiculous. Who am I? That I was going to be abducted by aliens. And I know that's ridiculous, but I was like, oh my gosh, they're coming for me. And one morning at like 4 a.m., I heard this like noise and I was like, this is the end. I'm going to wake up naked in a cornfield. (laughs) Do you like alien horror stories? You never talk about them. Um, they really scare me. So I really can't talk about them. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I love stranger things and stuff like that. But like real alien encounters. Uh Just I mean, really, really creep me out. And I just but it's funny. Last week, we talked about how I don't like ghosts and mirrors. And I didn't tell you but I used to work the front desk at a hair salon. And I did know that. Yes. Well, I did do that. And um, it was wild, but I would have to work some nights like 10 to 7 and sometimes it would run late and it was during the winter. So it was like in November. So it was like dark and, you know, it was whatever. And I was really, really tired. And I remember one of the stylists in the very back with her client and it, it was just me and then her and her client and nobody else was in the salon. Mm-hmm. And so I started like kind of like proceeding to like start shutting things down. I mean, I didn't want her client to be like, you're running me out of here, but started to slow things down. And there, like in the main room, um, there was like several rooms, but in one of the rooms, there was a big mirror, full length mirror. And I was like walking towards it to turn a light off. And behind me, I saw a blonde girl jolt behind me. (gasps) I mean, like jolt. And I was like, what? It was weird. I mean, it just, it made me feel so weird. And I was like, I was so tired that it was like, that was a ghost. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like that was not a real person, but it didn't scare me. Like I was just like, okay, but I know what I saw. Like I didn't, my, I mean, I'm creative, but my brain doesn't like hallucinate running female blonde every now and then. Why was there a ghost in this hair salon? That's a great question. Um, it was the house is probably built in the 30s, so I'm wondering. If oh, maybe so this is not in that. like a strip mall. No. Okay. Uh-uh. It's in a house, so the house mm. was made probably in the 30s, and yeah, so it was really. I mean, it was one of the top salons too in town, but yeah, I mean, it was really strange and like 
it like jolted behind me, but then it like, it like kind of like went out of focus. It happened so fast. It was the weirdest thing ever. So there's my ghost in a mirror story, which sounds like, you know, ridiculous. But I mean, I really did see that. I don't have any ghost in the mirror stories myself, but I, you know, I don't know that I've ever told you this, but one time I ran into a bear. You ran into a bear. <laughs> I How ran into a bear. Of you? Um, we were in Gallenberg with my family. We had two cabins next to each other way up in the woods. And I was, it was at night. I was walking from one cabin to the other and I wasn't looking where I was going. And I ran into a black bear. I hit a black bear with my body and I saw it and it looked at me and I screamed and ran back inside and it did not pursue after me i'm shocked how old were you <laughs> uh i want to say i was 13 maybe 14 oh my gosh was it standing up straight no it was just on all fours it was it was by the dumpster it was smelling our trash it was like trying to get into that oh my gosh well <laughs> that what i, I just am... ran into a bear that's the whole st- well there's more to the story too i'm not the best at telling the rest of the part so i was with most of my family in this one cabin and my dad was alone with his two boston terriers in the other cabin in the smaller cabin and i was going over to see him and he said in this cabin the front door was just a glass front door there was no solid door there um And he said that he saw this bear just go up to the front door and look in and peer in the door at him and at his little dogs. And he said that he was pooping his pants. He had never been so afraid in his life. Um, But but meanwhile, I was back freaking out in the in the main cabin with the rest of my family that I had just run into a bear. That's terrifying. Gosh. Well, when we, my mom and I used to go to Gatlinburg all the time. And um, one of my favorite restaurants there is called The Peddler. It's super good. They have a salad bar that is like what dreams are made of, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> okay, um, I'll go there for the salad bar. I mean, no, it's like so good. You know, They even have baby corn. I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, no. so we left The Peddler and we walked to our um, motel. And we see a bear. I'm not kidding. There's a day's end right across from the peddler. And this bear starts walking up the stairs <laughs> of this motel. And my oh. mom and I are like, what do we do? Like, I mean, like, it's in the middle of a town. Like, uh-huh. people are walking around. And this bear is just like, I'm just going to go upstairs now. It was the weirdest thing. And my mom and I were like, um, <laughs> did we? And so the next day, we, like, actually walked up to where the bear had walked. And we ran into this man who was, like, super sunburned. He had a cigarette in his mouth. And we, like, told him. He was like, man. Man, I was here last year, and one of them bears got in the pole. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I'm trying to picture in my head where that is. It's been like 10 years since I've been there. I used to go all the time. Oh, my gosh. I go every year. I don't – we usually go for Thanksgiving, but I probably won't be going this year because of COVID, which kind of sucks. Mm. But it's fine. another recommendation for you. Ooh, I'm ready. Lay it on me, daddy. Okay, so this is something that you will have to watch. It is on YouTube. Do you know, Sky, what they call ARGs? I think so, but tell me again. They, they It stands for alternate reality game, but there's not, it's, there's not a game to them. They're just sort of a way that people put YouTube videos up. It's not just YouTube, other things too, but 
my experiences with YouTube, they'll like, they'll be like vlogging, but there's supernatural things going on and you're supposed to pretend like it's real the whole time and like solve what's going on and what's happening to them. So there's this one thing called a, a station called Local 58 and they have six, eight videos up and they all tell the story of some kind of death cult that's happening and it all is told through like overnight videos that are showing on this local access station so the first video you're watching like the normal news and then all of a sudden it says uh oh uh oh weather alert uh we have surrendered to the enemy the president says that everyone should go kill themselves now and it like tells you how to do it and it oh says, it says we, we need to at least survive with our dignity. Remember, pets and babies make the smallest patriots. And it's all these really creepy things like this. So Ew. I, <laughs> it's really creepy. And then it keeps going on and on and it kind of puts a mythology together. I saw a video that was sort of a commentary of all the videos together with his explanations, but it was enough for me to enjoy it. I didn't need to watch it before watching this commentary from this guy named Nexpo. And I'm going to send you that video. It's about an hour long to watch all of it. And it really yeah. freaked me out. It was it was pretty cool. I liked it. It was awesome. It was. <laughs> um, there, I love like weird stuff like that. But allegedly, I'll have to send this to you too. It's really scary. Like I've listened to it before and you kind of, it's like one of those awkward moments where you are listening and you have like a smile on your face because you don't know whether to laugh or to cry mm-hmm. or to like pee your pants. <laughs> and it's allegedly this guy who worked at Area 51 and he called um, he called this local radio station. I think this is like in the 70s or the 80s. And he was like scared out of his mind. He was like, they know, they know that I'm I'm here and all this crazy wow. stuff. And then and then the um the recording or he just like was gone and the radio host was like, What is happening? But it's so scary and so believable. So it's like I don't know if it's real or not, but it sure sounds. I mean, I heard it with my own ears. Well, you need you know? to send it. To, I, I want to hear that. Yeah, that sounds like a lot yes, of fun for sure. It's terrifying. Um, but yeah, and um, I heard that you watched the first episode of The Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> yeah, I did. You told me to. You texted me a few days ago and said homework. Watch the first episode of The Haunting of Hill House. So I did. What were your thoughts? <laughs> uh, my initial thoughts were. It has nothing to do with the book at all. I guess it's the same house. Like, the house is the same, and they use the same character names. Right, yeah. But that's about all it has in common. Right. But did you think it was scary? Because I thought that that episode (sighs) of the first season was terrifying. I wasn't scared, but it was compelling. I thought it was... I thought there I thought there were interesting things happening. I wanted to know where the mom was that night and why right. they told the boy to close his eyes. That was really interesting. I yes. wanted to know whether that lady really saw her husband hanging from the ceiling or not. Right. You know, but I but I I wasn't scared. I wasn't on the edge of my seat or I wasn't I wasn't freaking out at any point during it. No. <laughs> 
Well, I just started watching the second season, which is not, it's not about Hill House anymore. It's about, it's called Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. And it's about the, the book, The Turn of the Squ- the, the Turn of the Screw, The Turn of the Screw. Oh. And it's really, really good so far. I'm on, I think, episode five. Um, and the first episode really scared me, but, and that's because I don't do Ghosts and Mirrors, but apparently I do because I've actually seen one. But um, it's really good. I would definitely recommend it. It's like number one on Netflix right now. But if you're into like spooky stuff and, you know, you want like kind of just chill spookiness, I would definitely go for it. Well, I'm going to have to read The Turn of the Screw first. For sure. I've never read it, but I know that they have a, there's a play of it. And it's this is so random. But I, um, years ago, when I went to this con, the first time I'd ever mm-hmm. heard of The Turn of the Screw was I went to this con and they I went to a Q&A for the children of the, co- the corn. <laughs> and the boy that played Malachi, I think that's his name, Malachi, he played the little boy in a version of Turn of the Screw. And so that's the first time I ever heard of it. And it sounded really interesting to me. Do they turn the screw slowly farther and farther and farther very slowly is that what happens mm-hmm. it is you just described the movie the pit and the pendulum but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i do like that one too i've got a story about edgar Allan poe that i think i'm gonna save for next week but it was yeah. a, it's it's a, it's a good one so there's a little teaser speaking Did you meet him? huh no i Did didn't you meet him uh i met somebody i met something it's it's it was a night. I'll just say that. <laughs> Speaking of teasers, I've got another teaser. I'm really excited about our Halloween spook spooptacular. Yes, spoopy. When we read our original ghost stories, uh, I was looking through what I turned in for my creative writing class in college, and I found a very short story that I wrote that I wanted to read to you. We we were instructed to write something in 250 words or less, and it had to be a complete story. So this is what I came up with. Um, I don't know if it's going to make any sense to you or not, but I thought it was fun, and I'd at least like to give it a go. Go for it. Okay, this is titled DAN. It's all caps. D-A-N. DAN. One morning, while walking to the mailbox, Dan spotted a strange hole in his front yard. Only about five inches in diameter, he was sure this hole had not been there the day before. Curious, he got on his hands and knees to peer inside. The darkness seemed to continue forever. About three feet down, he saw a small gray object sticking out of the dirt. He stuck his arm down the hole to grab it, but he couldn't quite reach. He brought out his son's claw grabber toy. Now he could reach the object, but the plastic grip couldn't hold on to it. He shone a light down and saw that his name was written on it. Dan. D-A-N. Still, he couldn't see the bottom of the hole. Was someone playing a trick on him? His son? Were neighborhood preteen brats getting a good laugh in as they filmed this goofy dad laying on his front yard for YouTube? Or dot 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 aliens? Dan got a shovel and made the hole bigger at the top. Once again, he laid low and reached as far as he could, trying to get a hold of the object. Pretty soon, his son came home from school. He saw his dad lying on the ground with his arm down a hole. To surprise him, he ran to tackle his dad. That night, police lines surrounded two electrified corpses on the lawn. Danger, it read. That's the story. Jeez. (laughs) 
scary. Was it scary? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's like there. I don't know why, but that reminds me of the alligator story and scary stories to tell in the dark. I don't know why. I don't remember that one. I'm gonna have to look it up tonight. It's absolutely terrifying. I would recommend listening to that or reading it or whatever whatever your methods are. It's terrifying. Okay. I've got that book out. It's been out on my desk all month. It's like my, it's my October textbook. Right. I love it. So good. I have a, I have some things that I read pretty much every Halloween and it's, you know, either an R.L. Stein book or something like that. And I think there's the talks about making Fear Street into like a series, which I would totally mm. be down for. You know, the past uh, four years, I've done my dramatic reading of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark on Snapchat. <laughs> yes, of course. So, so I've got to be ready to do that again this year. i got to pick a new story this time. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because you get so into it and then you like, I don't know, I like <laughs> I like when you get serious, but also like it's like dramatic serious. And so it's like... It's like goofy dramatic host. serious. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like you might faint like dramatically <laughs> afterwards, but maybe not. <laughs> I've got to give it all the scariest story that's ever been told. Speaking of scary stories, do you remember back in the day when you were a magician? I I would never forget. I thought you'd be like, I will never remember. Um, (laughs) No, I've blocked it out. (laughs) I've blocked it out. But I vaguely remember that you were able to like scratch a number on your arm. Did I make that up? Uh, 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 I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> or you could, like, make it appear on your tongue or something. I can make a number appear on my tongue? I'm pretty sure that happened. Or you could scratch the number on your arm. It was one of those two things. But I just remember being very en- enchanted by that and confused. Mm-hmm. 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 Sounds good. <laughs> I'm just rewriting history over here. It's fine. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about, but I don't know how to talk about it without giving away the magic. Oh, I see. So I've got to okay. keep mum. Magicians never reveal his secrets. Okay, David Copperfield, Chris Angel. Um, do you remember when on like I think it was every other Friday in fifth grade we used to go to the library. And we used to walk to the library and it was super fun Mm -hmm. and how we were always convinced that the library was haunted and it wasn't, I guess, but we would always like hang out in this like secret spot, which is crazy because we were seen in plain sight, basically. Um, I remember one time we were in this hallway near the bathroom. And there was like this old door. Do you remember that? Uh, Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) And we opened the door and there was a person sitting down on the floor. (laughs) And I don't know. And I just remember like screaming and shutting the door and running. And (laughs) it was just like an employee room or something. (laughs) Probably so. But I remember thinking it's haunted and we were right. I love that library. It was torn down and then turned into something else it's a bank now yeah yeah i loved it because it was so old and like kind of gross and there's nothing better than like an old gross library well you know that library is where we 
all discovered that we like scary stories to tell in the dark together. Oh, 100%. Because that's where we would check out the book. And and I remember you showing me the book, maybe, and I was saying, oh, yeah, these are the same stories that my aunt plays for me when we go to hell in Georgia. And we, hell in yeah, Georgia? <laughs> we go to hell in Georgia for Halloween every year and play these scary stories in the woods. I'm like, these are the same stories. Oh, my goodness. We both love these stories. Yes, it's awesome. And I just think it's funny that we have always like, I feel like that's like our big connector is scary stories, which is so interesting and fascinating that we've still after however many years, I don't want to reveal my age because a woman (laughs) never tells their age, but that we've been able to be connected for that for this long, you know, that's good. (laughs) It is. This has been the Brent and Sky Show. A weekly podcast about growing up. But not too fast. If you like the show, remember to tell your friends. And consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. You can find our show notes at Brent and Sky. That's S-K-Y-E. Dot com. Yay! I can't believe you don't like candy corn, by the way. I'm offended. Yeah, well, it's just like sugar and wax. I mean, and? <laughs> it doesn't taste like anything. It's not. Uh, I don't want to eat just sugar. Uh, well, it's gluten-free, and I've been eating gluten-free lately. Okay, well, yeah, it's because there's two ingredients, <laughs> sugar and wax. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Gluten isn't one of them. Take it back. I'm just kidding. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I'm sorry, but the person you're trying to reach has died. (laughs) Bye. Finally.